0: I'm Kate Winkler Dawson, a journalist, author, and podcast host. And I'm Paul Holes, a retired investigator with experience solving some of America's most notorious cold cases.
1: Together, we host Buried Bones, a historical true crime podcast on the Exactly Right Network.
0: Each week, we examine a different case from history and use our years of experience and 21st century forensics to bring new insights into these very old tragedies.
1: Like the time the sausage king of Chicago's wife went missing in 1897.
0: Don't miss new episodes every Wednesday.
1: Follow Buried Bones wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Hey Boo! It's me, Roz. It's that time of the month. It's time for a listener phone call extravaganza. I love doing these episodes so much. And of course, I want you to be on if you got some stories to tell so you know what to do. Email ghostedbyroz at gmail.com. Put in the subject line, listener episode or something like that. And then give me some bullet points. But I should say, like, bullet points, uh, I don't know. I just don't want you to type too much, you know? I don't want you to to put too much into it or, you know, just give me an idea. But, but also... Don't put too little, (laughs) like, like put like a sentence or two about each story, the gist of what it is. Is it an alien story? Is it a haunted house story? Sleep paralysis? What is it? Um, That kind of a thing. And then um, send it away and we'll see what happens. Today, I have got Jesse, I've got Brad, and I've got Jennifer. So let's just get into it. Listener phone call extravaganza, November 2022 edition. Oh, and of course, my Patreon for weekly videos from my life and weekly podcast episodes of me talking about different paranormal stuff around the country. That is uh, patreon.com slash rozdrezvelez. Link in the description. On with the show! Hello, Jesse in Rochester, New York.
0: Hi, Roz. Thanks for having me.
2: Thanks for doing this. Um, I love your energy. I'm excited to hear what you got for me. Where do we start?
0: Oh, I mean, I am one of those people that has so many ghost stories, so I, I, like, sat down and, like, wrote you a little list. And then I like prioritized because I know, you know, (laughs) (laughs) we have a lot to get through. But um, I think the biggest story is probably that I grew up in a haunted house.
2: Okay, give it to me. What what did this look like?
0: So it was like a 1900 house in Rochester. And um, you know, when my mom bought it, there was a lot of renovation that needed doing like Old wallpaper and carpets getting torn up and Exorcism. like typical totally I mean there's just ghosts <laughs> that are like hey what are you guys doing to the floor um but when we started doing things to the house in classic haunted house fashion um things started happening and it's so funny because growing up I had all these stories and it's not like I thought I made them up but hearing my mom or my brothers tell them too I'm always shocked where I'm like whoa that really happened like we really lived in this kind of crazy place so the first thing that would happen or that we noticed happening was that you'd hear voices um like the the attic was finished and my bedroom was up there. And when you would go up the stairs to the attic, it would sound like um, like I had one of those teen line phones. Do you remember those? Okay, <laughs> like yeah. Extension lines. And I would think it was my answering machine going off. <laughs> and so I would like run up there to see who called me and there'd be nothing. Or all of a sudden you'd hear someone from downstairs or upstairs yell, what? <laughs> and then someone would say nothing. And everyone would be kind of confused. So it started like that. Um, and then one afternoon, I took a shower and I got out of the shower and I heard something in my mom's room. And I offhand, just not paying attention, walked in there. And in the corner was a little girl. And she was sitting there in the corner with her hands over her face. And like the room was cold. like total like horror movie style and I like yelped and ran downstairs and told my mom what happened and she just stared at me and I was like no I'm not making it up and she goes no no I believe you I've seen her too oh
2: my god wait why were why was her hand (laughs) over her face
0: we don't so We're not 100% sure, um, but my mom said she would wake up in the middle of the night. She would hear a noise, it would get cold, she would think it was one of us kids, and there this little girl would be in the corner, um, and that she just told herself that it was a dream, it was her imagination, until I saw it, and then we would talk to her, and she was only ever in that corner of the room. There were only a couple of times like that first time I saw her and those times before my mom really was like looking for her that we saw her like straight on. Every other time we saw her, it was like out of the corner of your eye. And as soon as you kind of focused, she'd be gone. Um, Did you find this creepy? So all the things that happened would be creepy when they happened, but the house had a really lovely feel to it. Um, It was never like an ominous house. It was always just kind of nice to be there. Um, So we also saw there were two two full body apparitions and maybe a ghost dog, which we'll see about that. But um, (laughs) (laughs) the other one was this tall woman who was dressed, you know, kind of turn of the century. I mean, kind of um, like a high necked blouse long skirt, hair up. And yeah, like a ghost lady. Exactly. That's the thing about both of these stories is they were so cliche and that's part of why I was like, man, Jesse, you're just, you know, you just like scary movies, like you just read a lot of Stephen King, like whatever it was. And then hearing someone else like talk about it. It's like, no, maybe they're clichés or clichés for a reason. Exactly. Um, and after we saw the woman, she would be on the staircase. We'd see her on the stairs. Um, we, me and some of my friends were like, we're doing the Ouija board. We're going to talk to this lady. And this part, I think we might have made up a little just as like imaginative, like tweens, but um. We had a whole backstory on that lady that supposedly came to us through the Ouija board and that there was like an ice skating accident. I don't know. Like that part I feel like was a lot of imagination. Um, but yeah, people would see would they they'd say, um, who's upstairs all the time? Like when we'd have people over, who's upstairs? And you know, we'd just say, oh, it's the ghost. Oh, it's the lady, (laughs) you know? Oh, it's the little girl. But what Um,
2: would make them think that there was somebody upstairs? They would hear it or?
0: Voices or walking or like just you'd see someone out of the corner of your eye. There was a lot of that. There was a lot of like you'd put something down on a table and then you'd walk away and you'd come back and it would be like on the other side of the table.
2: Oh, my God.
0: Um. My brother, one time when he was like a toddler, my mom was home, Uh, maybe he's a little bit older than that, but um, she was home and she all of a sudden got this panicked feeling and she felt pushed, she said, to go into the kitchen and she like caught my brother right before he fell off the counter. He had like climbed up there. So the house seemed to like us. Um the ghost dog story, this is a weird one. So I was home alone. We had two dogs and one was a little Corgi and the other one was a big, I know, um, a big black lab and the little Corgi would like the black lab would go down into the basement and get himself stuck. And then the Corgi would like stand at the, Oh, excuse me, stand at the top of the stairs and bark until you'd go and get the big dog. So I'm home alone. And the little dog is barking. I was like, oh, fine. I'll go get the big dog. I go down into the basement. And it's one of those sort of upstate New York basements where there's not really a hallway, but it's a series of rooms that you can like walk through in a circle. Do you know what I mean?
2: Okay. It's terrifying, but yes.
0: Yes. And the doors had like swinging hinges. And so they'd close behind you, which is why the dog would get stuck. So... I go down in there, and the dog is not stuck. He's just standing in the open room you get to at the bottom of the stairs. And I was like, Hey, come on, get upstairs. And he just stared at me. And I was like, I got like a shiver. And I was like, Hey, get upstairs. And he started walking away from me and like whining. And I was like, This is freaky. I'm out of here. So I run upstairs, I get the little dog. I go upstairs, or I go to go upstairs. And when we go upstairs, the big dog was already upstairs. Wait, what? I is? know. I don't know. I have no explanation.
2: Was it a dog, S- do- a doggle
0: ganger? A doggle ganger. It was the upside down dog.
2: <laughs> Who, was it not your dog? Wait, I'm confused.
0: No, I mean, like, that's, was it a ghost? It looked like my dog. But- it was a
2: doggle ganger.
0: It was a banger. It must have been. Um, so those are like the big stories from that house. Um, and yeah, just a lot of like doors. We had pocket doors that would just like open themselves. <laughs> yeah, oh it, was, God. it was. Tell me and more. So I, well, so I grew up in that environment. So of course I was like, ghosts exist. You know, so I've entered lots of. I don't know, life experiences willing to believe. Um, One of my other favorite stories is I was spending the night in a punk house. So all that to say that I was not sleeping in a traditional like bedroom. It was kind of this weird hallway um, with like a, like a futon in it. And this house, um, lots of people had very like unsettling experiences. The, the, the story was that there was a murder there. Um, and, uh, you know, and of course that's kind of punk house lore. Like, I'm not sure how true or not true that is, but me and a friend were staying in this hallway and in the middle of the night, um, my friend was pushing me like, like to roll over And kept pushing me and pushing me to roll over, and I was like, "Dude, I'm over as far as I could go." Fine, and I rolled over into my friend.
3: So whatever, yes.
0: So whatever was pushing me was not my friend. And I like sat straight up, and I was like, "I can't sleep in. I can't sleep here anymore." Like it was hands on me, Roz. Like it was pushing, pushing, pushing. Like it felt, I mean, I can I I could not believe how mm, physical it was, right? Like it was so real. Um, so that was kind of a fun, spooky one. Um I know, I know. Have you ever been touched by a ghost?
2: Um yes, never pushed. <laughs> <laughs> but well, it does remind me of the story of the time when I stayed at the haunted bed and breakfast and I felt that the, the sheets kind of going a little bit over my head uh, <gasps> or like going down because I had them over my head because I was scared. And then That's I looked so over and, and my friend was not pulling the sheets over my head and I thought it was him uh, who was <gasps> also in the bed with me, but uh, Oh God. Okay. 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 What else? What else?
0: What else? So, um, so one time, so I, another ghost touching story um i lived in chicago for a number of years and um when i lived there we lived on the top like the third floor of a three story like chicago shotgun apartment and we would see i mean that that apartment was off and you'd you'd see like what looked like a man standing in like the back stairwell, um, like when you would turn the lights on and off, um, where you're like, "Whoa!" And then you'd turn the lights back on, and like, there's nothing there. Um, you'd hear footsteps on the roof, which I guess someone could have been up there, but like, we really didn't. We tried to see, like, is there a ladder? Is there a fire escape up there? Nothing that we could tell. And my roommate, who is a much less spooky person than I made me change rooms with her. And she wouldn't tell me why. She was like, uh, I just, I just want the other bedroom. It's closer to the kitchen." whatever it was. She made up some story, which really was because there was this horrifying ghost in there. (laughs) Um, and, uh, one night in that apartment, I woke up with hands on my ankles, pulling me down the bed. Um, and, and, and we moved out of there. Like we did not renew our lease. We were like not interested in staying in that apartment. Um, you so, like, have
2: that was- such a like bubbly, sweet way of telling the scariest shit I've ever heard.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and like, and then I saw a monster. <laughs> <laughs> it was I mean, I yeah, I sound upbeat, but it was um actually very frightening <laughs>
2: but wait, how much were you moving like what it?
0: it felt like it felt like you know a few inches, like it felt like getting pulled, um oh my God, you know, and around that time, so I have um chronic night terrors. And, uh, which it's interesting. And this is like, I mean, this is a whole, like, wormhole to fall down into that we don't need to right now. But I feel like there's an overlap in people who have experienced trauma or people who um, have like neurodivergent brains and like our ability to experience Mm -hmm. more, right? Like our brains just, even if you just think about it, like hypervigilance, like hypervigilance makes you aware of everything. Mm -hmm. Um, And so my night terrors, when I first started having them, I thought, I was like possessed. Like I thought I was truly like I went and saw a medium, you know, like I was like, there's ghosts, they won't leave me alone. Like I don't know what to do about it. And in that apartment in Chicago, like was when the sleepwalking started. And I would, I would wake up like running in that apartment running away from something.
2: Oh my God. That is so scary to be sleeping and running.
0: It's very scary. And I've, and good news. I have had a lot of therapy and like my medium is great. <laughs> and I, I do much less of, you know, cause sleepwalking is dangerous, you know, and I do, I do much less of it now. So that's awesome. Um, but when I have a night terror, um, and I know you're interested in sleep paralysis stuff, like when I'm having a night terror, I see what what people describe in sleep paralysis
2: are you but is this like um the other symptoms of sleep paralysis like are you able to move or
0: Yes, so okay. I don't get paralyzed. Instead, like, I, like my fight or flight response is like definitely fight. You know, <laughs> like I, I will yell. I'll jump up. I'll be like, get out of here. You know, like, oh amazing. Um, and but I've seen like the shadow man. I've seen the hag. Um, this big like tentacle monster thing that comes out of the ceiling. That's like oh, I just got like a shiver, like just thinking about it. Um, And during my journey to have better sleep, because it really does affect your whole life when you don't sleep great. um, One of the things that I did was I got like an app that synced like with my Apple watch and with my phone so that I could monitor how much REM sleep I was getting. Um, And one of the things that it does is it records when it hears sounds in the night. And so I have this whole, I guess you'd call it a collection of me saying some of the most batshit crazy stuff you've ever heard in your life in my sleep. Um, And a lot of it's funny. Like one time um, I sang... uh, erica jane from real housewives of beverly hills like is it expensive to be me yes so i have this i'll send it to you on instagram (laughs) or something like i have a recording of me in my sleep going is it expensive to be me (laughs) and then my poor partner going no
2: (laughs) (laughs) what have you ever recorded something talking back that wasn't human
0: no, but there's this I'm weird. Of? Well, and that's why I've never done like a video recording because I don't oh. want to. I don't want to know. You know, like I don't mm, want to know that much. I do talk about the weird clicking bug uh, in my sleep. I'll say that weird clicking bug is back, which is very disturbing. Do you know disturbing.
2: what that is? Do you know what you're talking about?
0: I don't. But in some of the recordings, there's this weird like digital decay sound that happens. I don't know. Like it's it's kind of a mystery. And that's sort of where it's that overlap of like, yes, my brain, like I know from like kind of a physiological standpoint that my brain is up to stuff, but also I feel like there's like, like if we looked at the Venn diagram, the center might be kind of big, you know, like how much of it is the external stimulus and how much of it is, you know, my brain just trying to process stuff. Um, but it's, I mean, I do talk about like, there are times that like, we'll hear stuff on the recording that I'm like, Oh yeah, that was the tentacle thing. Or, Oh yeah. Like I thought there was a man in here or, you know, whatever <sighs> the case might be. Uh-huh. Um, so that's spooky. Yeah. It's like Yeah. But, um, but better it's better these days. And part of it was, well, part of it too, I think like was empowering to hear like, Oh, like a lot of this is not actually scary. Like, I mean, Erica Jane is kind of scary, but, um, (laughs) (laughs) but not like tentacle monster scary. Yeah. Um, do
2: you think Erica Jane is visiting you in your sleep?
0: I don't know. I mean trying to I, escape
2: some legal issues, perhaps. I was
0: gonna say, like, I don't <laughs> I don't have anything. I don't have the earrings. I don't have anything to help her with. So I'm not <laughs> really sure. Like
2: <laughs> okay. Can we have one more
0: tidbit yes.
2: from Jesse?
0: One more. So um, so one of the houses that my partner and I lived in when Um, when we were younger, was this creepy little cottage house in a neighborhood in Rochester that used to be um, the Erie Canal. So the Erie Canal is this very famous canal that was dug across Western New York to transport goods, services, and animals from, you know, one side of the state to the other. And they moved it at one point. And so there's a part of our city that's now a highway that used to be the canal. And this little neighborhood is right alongside where the canal originally was. And um, it's called the Wadsworth Square neighborhood. And it's where the blacksmith lived, where they would shoe the horses that dug the canal. I did a bunch of research because I was like, what is going on in this house? So. I bring that up because I believe that that entire property is haunted I don't think it was just our little house um because whatever it was would come and go um I've had other friends that lived in that neighborhood that have really spooky stories um and one time in that house, people, no one liked spending the night in that house. They'd sleep on our couch and they'd say, no, thank you. I'll get a cab next time. Oh, no, um, yeah. And we didn't really know why, like we knew the house was kind of spooky. We knew it was really old. It was like a dirt floor basement. So that's just, that's just creepy. Like no one wants to go in a dirt floor basement, you know? No, no. Um, so one night, um, we may or may not have been doing drugs which is a little bit relevant to the story but like m- my partner and i were taking a bath together as you do when you know you've been up when you've been up all night and we're sitting in the tub and there's a quiet moment and the water settles and we're just sitting there and all of a sudden this giant black shadow burst out of the drain pipe and splashed us and like flew around the room and then left. And we sat there with our jaws open like unable to speak until I was like we have to on the count of 3 say what we saw, you know, because shared hallucination is not common, you know, like I I I was like did we did we just experience that? And we did. Um and it was like the craziest. It was, it was wild. Like I've never seen anything. I've seen a lot of stuff. I've never seen anything like that. It was like, it looked like a void. It looked like negative space is like the only way I could describe it. Where did it go? Uh, Out, out into the hallway and down the stairs. It like flew away. Oh no. <laughs> I know we had to like put ourselves to bed and watch Kung Fu to like feel better. <laughs> and we'd see things move in that house. And um at one point we used one of the downstairs rooms as a bedroom. Uh, Because, you know, in early, like you do in your early 20s, we had like six roommates or whatever. So we lived in one of the downstairs bedrooms. And then we found out why no one liked to spend the night because you would hear a man's voice from the dirt floor basement in the middle of the night. I would wake up and be on, not sleep paralysis, but like I'd be too scared to open my eyes because Mm -hmm. I knew something was standing over me. (laughs) I know it was awful but it would leave and like that's that was the weirdest part was like I'd come home sometimes and I would be like shit he's here like it was like you know when you have a roommate that's just got a foul attitude and it just like stinks up the whole house Uh like that's that's what this entity was like like when it was around it was awful to be there and when it wasn't there you could like feel its absence. Ugh.
2: So did you ever talk to your friends Were they did, the, you know, did they ever have the details? Like, yeah, I was sleeping on your couch and there was a man over me.
0: Totally. And like, I said something to one of my friends offhand one time about how creeped out I was and how I couldn't wait until we moved, you know, like I couldn't wait to not live there anymore. She was like, Oh yeah, I would never live there. <laughs> I was like, what? She was like, yeah, I had one of the scariest nights of my life sleeping on your couch, just feeling like someone was just watching. Oh, awful.
2: I, awful. Hate that.
0: I hated it too. And especially like, because I had such a lovely experience, like as a kid where, Yeah, it was spooky, like when you see something you don't expect to see, but it never felt threatening. It never felt like we shouldn't be there. So to have that other end of the spectrum experience where you're like, you're like, that, should we should we go you know like yeah. it's just not a good feeling not a good feeling well,
2: it's like meeting roommates on Craigslist or something <laughs> like you don't know what you're gonna get it's a complete stranger you're literally yep. living in a house with a stranger so <sighs> they have all different kinds of habits or attitudes or problems or mm. or they're great like it's uh, you never know what you're gonna get.
0: Craigslist and ghosts. You never know what you're going to (laughs) get. Seriously.
2: (laughs) Well, Jesse, you gave me the goods.
0: Oh, I'm so glad. I love the listener episode. So I hope it was good for other listeners too.
2: Oh, yes. Absolutely. A ghost in my house! I am talking to Brad on the mountaintops of Tennessee. Brad, how are you?
1: I'm doing really great. How are you doing?
2: I'm fabulous. I'm on this Halloween hangover. I feel like it's a weird time, like this week after Halloween, but I'm still... I, I I can't get enough of this stuff I need more I need more ghost stories So I'm looking through This email you sent me And we got all kinds of stuff here We got queer witches We got beastie boys Where do we start? <laughs> um, do you want to start at my beginning? Sure um... Let's hear the origin story
1: yeah, because ha- my whole family has stories, and some of them go from beyond I was born. But um, my first house that I lived in that I can really remember, um, it's in Andover, Massachusetts. It's, um, on- it's an old mill house. And so it's like a group of five or four row houses that were all connected.
2: And this is like um, Salem area, right? Yeah, Andover is like 30
1: minutes away from Salem nowadays, but Salem used to be like the biggest town back in like Pilgrim era. Mm -hmm. Um, And these old mill houses, um, also creepy because when we moved in, my parents found our neighbors walking into our house um, because the basements were all shared. Ew. And dirt floor. Yeah. And they were dirt floor
2: basements too. So it was even creepier. Ew, that is a nightmare. <laughs> so that means at um, any moment a living human could just be in your basement. Yeah. And, 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 and then enter
1: into your house. My dad had to put on a lock so that no one would come in.
2: Oh my god. There's have you seen Barbarian? Not yet. Okay, never mind. Um, Okay, continue. (laughs) Yeah, Um,
1: it's a really small place. It was like very tiny, um, but it had two floors. And on the second floor were our three bedrooms. My brother and I shared a bedroom. My sister got her own, and then my parents shared theirs at the end of the hallway. And um, it was kind of a long hallway, and we would always see someone walking up and down the hallway, uh, with wearing a robe. Who? And, well, we would say the next morning, we would be like, mom, there is like a man walking in our hallway. And she was like, Oh, that was, uh, that was just uncle Al slept over. Who is my dad's best friend.
2: Was your mom like but, covering, like she knew what was up. Yeah. Cause she
1: actually saw stuff. She never saw the things that we saw, but she would always see, um, a cat walking around.
2: When you say a robe, are we talking bathrobe? Are we talking? Bathrobe. What?
1: Yeah. And like pajamas, like proper pant and like button up top pajamas.
2: So kind of a more contemporary ghost. Yeah. Or like for me, I feel like fifties. Okay.
1: And, um, he also kind of glowed green whoa like if you think about like when you close your eyes and you can still see the image of someone and sometimes that image is greenish Uh uh-huh it was like that walking it down and standing in the doorways and stuff so did you ever
2: did you ever go up to your uncle al and be like uncle al why do you keep sleeping over and he's like (laughs) that's not me (laughs) we never did but I don't think we thought much of it because my parents were party people okay
1: so it wasn't I don't think it was unusual for that to maybe have actually happened got it got it okay um but we actually saw two other ghosts too um one was kind of like an orb uh, but really big and would get would glow off like a little white um Mm-hmm. For me, that one
2: was very calming. Where um, would you see this? You mean like the bubble lady from Wizard of Oz would disappear or what? Well, it's funny you say that because when I explained that, that's
1: what I would see. My brother said that a like, princess with a fairy wand once came to him and um, it glowed blue, though, not pink like Glinda.
2: Oh, my God. There's just a full on ghost party at this house.
1: <laughs> the last one is the one that creeped me out the most. Um, it kind of to me has like it was like an old man, but almost no shadow. to shadow. Oh, God. OK. And he's the one who would actually come into the room.
2: <sighs> OK, so what do you mean, like in your bedroom or where?
1: Yeah, this is all like we normally saw them when we were sleeping or supposed to be going to sleep. And for some reason, were those people who like left our
2: doors open when we go to sleep. No, don't do that. That's what happens. That's why you don't do that. (laughs) I lock my I'm just about to the point where I tilt a chair and put it under the doorknob situation just to make sure nothing comes in. I, I mean, honestly, that's where we're at now. Yeah, you've well, you've <laughs> learned your lesson. So, so an old man with a Nosferatu shadow would creep his way into your bedroom at night, and then what?
1: Well, so normally I would see him, and he's just like in the crack of the door, <laughs> kind of like like the normal shadow figure that people say when they see shadows. Um, but he would sometimes come into the bed uh we had bunk beds and i was on the bottom no i was on the top and my brother was on the bottom and i would just kind of like see him walking around like the foot of the bunk bed
2: but he would come he would go into the bed
1: not into the bed just like okay um like staying outside of the bed but like walking around the foot of the bed
2: oh
1: (laughs) um which it does kind of get a little worse in that house because one time my brother said he dreamt of little demons trying to like pull him under his bed. And when he woke up, he had scratches all over his back.
2: (laughs) So what do you think was going on with this house?
1: I think it's just, like, it's so old, it's a lot of people turn over, um, and it's, like, that area of, like, Massachusetts, I think, is one of the most haunted places, because it, it has such a long history. Yeah. And a bad history.
2: <sighs> okay, I need, I, I, I still have so many more questions from this email. What is this Beastie Boys story? <laughs> um, this one is kind of like a funny one. Um, this is
1: where my parents live now. Um, and it is also a condominium. So it's all connected housing. And um, for parts of the time, our aunt actually lived across the Parking lot. Um, and I'm, I think I was like early teens. Um, and this is Beastie Boys' Sabotage had its like uh, behind the music video special. <laughs> okay. Going on. And my brother and I were watching it, and we were home alone. My parents were partying over at my aunt's house and my sister and her boyfriend were out. And we were going to, we were watching the music video at the end of the show because they, they play the final thing. And we were singing along with it. And then like we were being goofy and went to go sing the like, sabotage yeah. <laughs> at each other. And when we went to go do it, we heard someone upstairs. And to me, it was more like guttural. So it's like sabotage. And we like, we were laughing. We thought this is my sister or her boyfriend making fun of us. So we ran upstairs from our family room, which was in the basement. Looked around. No one came home. We went upstairs. No one was to the third floor. No one was there. And then we even went over to my aunt's house and was like, did one of you come over and like make fun of us? And they're like, no, and we don't want kids around us, so go home. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And we pretended, we were like, let's just, you know, whatever. It was nothing. Let's go back downstairs into the basement and continue watching TV. But I don't think we were there for more than five minutes before we were like, let's actually turn on every single light in the house and go to bed.
2: Was... So do you think it was this, the same ghost followed you or just the luck of your family?
1: I do think that it's a little bit of a luck of our family because my mom's birthday is Halloween. Okay. She's always been a little witchy and has had premonitions in her life. And then so have I had like premonition-y deja vus. Um, and we we're always have been open. To these things. So I think for a a long time, they either found us or followed us because we just are witchy and at that time goth.
2: Mm, A full goth family?
1: Well, me and my brother were, my sister was uh, Riot Girl punk.
2: Cool. Okay, wait. So (laughs) tell me, can you tell me any premonition stories? They're all, well, my mom has the best which is
1: before she knew she was pregnant, she had a dream that she gave birth to a pink blanket and then took a test and found out that she was pregnant with my eldest sister. And then she like two years later had a dream that she gave birth to a blue blanket and took a test and found out that she was pregnant with my brother.
2: Now, that's how you do a gender reveal party. The, <laughs> do you know how much that would save the forest fires and all the all the shit these people are doing on TikTok? Just have a premonition. It's cheaper. Thanks. It's easier.
1: I think it's also very um, accepting of my mom to not have that dream about me when I'm non-binary. She like, couldn't put a blanket color to it
2: interesting (laughs) that's at least what I like to pretend I think she just didn't care well wait a minute so she has three children and she didn't have a dream about you
1: no but I did also have that disorder when you're born with your cord around your neck
2: Oh. so
1: I do think I was like maybe not supposed to happen
2: oh but then they saved me anyways yeah wow but, okay, hang on a second. I was just going back to your brother's demon dream. Yeah. That was You said that it was mentioned on Oprah. What do you mean? Your brother went on Oprah? No, so this is actually a different dream or oh. a different thing that happened. Um,
1: in our current home, my brother got up to go to the bathroom. And the way that our third floor is, is the bathroom looks over staircase. And so when he was leaving the bathroom, he looked down the stairs, and he says that he saw like a cat-sized goat creature on it on its hind legs with like demony hands.
2: I mean, that's kind of cute.
1: I, I know, um, and he but he says that he's still too afraid to like look it up because like a week later, he was watching like. Sylvia Brown on Oprah or something (laughs) and they like mentioned this like nightmare demon that that like has lore and showed a picture of it or like a rendering of it and it was the thing that he saw (gasps) so now he's like too freaked out about it to like even try and show me and my sister
2: pictures of it or anything so I'm like I want to see what this looks like It sounds cute. Like the size of a cat. Like, if you're going to be a demon, at least be like a cute demon, you know, like a little goat demon baby. Just give it some snacks and make it friends. I know. That would be a great pet. (laughs) Well, anything else? I feel like you definitely have provided everything that I love on this show.
1: I do have one more, I think, really good story that I think something might have followed us from the first house to our second house. Okay. Because also it's my brother, me, and my brother's friend from there. And when we moved, he was upset that he wouldn't see her again. So he, she came to go visit one day and we upgraded to two twin beds instead of, um, instead of, bunk beds sharing in a room, and we were on his bed next to the closet, and we were playing, and then the closet slid open, and at like a 45-degree angle, my brother's, my pet monster, stuffed animal, flung out of the closet and fell at the bed.
2: And this is the same house where the little baby demon goat was. No, that, that's a oh. different one. Yeah. Okay.
1: So that's why I'm less like, it did something, I think something might follow us, or just luck of the draw that everywhere we are, something happens.
2: So today, do you have things happening to you?
1: Um, not really. I mean, I do get still, I have always got. Um, sleep paralysis mm. but it happens a lot less now and I also have a lot less intuitive things happen now but I think like now that I'm nearing 40 I think like walls have been put up mm. um, I want to open up and and see if I can get things back but every once in a while I get like a premonition deja vu and it's too intense for it to not be something, but it's also something really stupid. Like, I remember working this day job and turning around and seeing my coworker, but it's like I would never have seen her before. I never knew that I wanted that I was going to work that job or something like that.
2: Yeah, I, that's how it always is for me. I'm always like, really, this is what I get. Like, this blip of, like, something that doesn't matter. like yeah, or not useful to be like, yeah. I know the
1: future now.
2: Right. Well, Brad, this was lovely. Thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you. I'm, like, I mean, I'm so excited to share my stories with you. I love the pod. Thank you. Well, these are I great to stories. I have start watching the
1: YouTubes.
2: Oh please do. I've been ghosted too. Hello, Jennifer in the Lone Star State.
3: Hey Roz. I'm so having you. Hi. Here.
2: Wait, is it the Lone Star State? Yeah, is. that's the Lone Star <laughs> State, Texas. Well, Jennifer, I was reading that you live in a current haunted house
3: yes yes i what do the
2: story what's up with that
3: well um i okay the house has not even been here for that long it was um we moved here in 98 like put it on this property and uh, the house we lived in before was haunted and like this is a new house i feel like our our family maybe is just haunted or ghosts just come in and out. Like, I don't feel like we have the same ghosts every single day, but I don't know. What There's do always mean? weird stuff going on.
2: Like what? Give me an example.
3: Um, Like one, one time I got up to go to the bathroom or got up to get something to eat in the middle of the night. Um, came back to my room and in the hallway, there was a tall woman and she, I uh, mean, like a ghost, like you would typically, he like see, um, think about like glowy white and she, she looked like the, like the girl from the ring kind of with her hair. It was scary, but, um, but Stop. Then,
2: what do you mean? Like she had hair over her face.
3: Kind of like it was, a, you could see her face a little bit, but, um, um, but I looked at her and the thing is, because I've seen ghosts a lot, like since I was a kid and instantly you're scared because that's just the normal human reaction. But then you feel their energy and it's usually peace and calm and fine. And then you're instantly not scared anymore. And it's hard to describe if you've never had it, I think. Um, but so but you say I, usually, you, yeah, I, I will. Always for me, I've never experienced something that I that was bad.
2: I'm oh, well good for you. That's that's pretty lucky. Yeah,
3: I mean I've experienced stuff that I couldn't see that I felt was bad, but when I've actually seen something like an apparition, it's always been good. If it was negative, okay. it's always in the shadows, and I I don't know, I don't see it. So so I don't know. Um, but this ghost I looked at it and then the weird thing is then I just woke up in my bed the next morning and I have no recollection of did I walk through her to get to my room? Did she disappear? Did she take me on an adventure? I don't know what happened that night. It was so weird. Whoa.
2: So the last thing you remember was seeing her.
3: Yes. Seeing her and And looking into her eyes which were kind of dark um, Holes, sort of. I don't know. It was, uh, it reminded me. Have you ever heard of the children with the black eyes? Have of you course. heard of? That? Yeah, it kind of reminded me of that. But she didn't feel evil.
2: Now, okay, this is just a wild, I like to get a little weird over here.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: What <laughs> if it was like an alien abduction?
3: Maybe that would be cool.
2: Big eyes.
3: Yeah, I loss mean, of
2: time. That sounds almost like an alien abduction.
3: That would be cool. I've never thought well, about it like that. I
2: never think of long-haired aliens, but why not? Yeah,
3: right? Yeah, I don't see one on I mean, the, yeah, there's all kinds of aliens anyway. So why so not long-haired Is that ones? the only...
2: Well, it's a big galaxy, you know? Right? So there could be a... A planet with long-haired aliens. Yes. So, okay. Have you seen this woman ever again? No.
3: Never Alien. saw her again. Alien. Alien. Okay. Okay, now I'm going to categorize myself into something else now. <laughs> <laughs> Alien survivor.
2: So, what's the story with this current place you're living in? what's
3: been going on okay well this is the craziest story because like i said i've seen ghosts and i've had things happen since i was little like my great grandma was in my bedroom once after she passed away things like that but this is the craziest thing i think that's ever happened to me um okay it was about a year ago and things started happening in my bedroom like things start like my um My TV remote would be in a different place, like on the bed when I got up or like my vape would just be like on the dresser and not on the bed, but like easily explainable things because I just am kind of um, flaky sometimes and I don't remember where I set stuff. So very Mm -hmm. dismissible. Then it got more intense. Um, I was eating a bowl of ice cream. I set the bowl on my bedside table, went to the bathroom, came back. Bowl and spoon were just sitting on the floor. I was like, okay, that's weird. Like, not where it fell, you know, it was sitting right there.
2: Was there still ice cream left? You were, or you were done? I was done. Okay. I forgot that people use bowls for ice cream because I just eat it right out of the thing.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, and then one night I got up to go to the bathroom. Um, and when I came back, my, laundry hamper was in the middle of my doorway just blocking it and it was like something's trying to get my attention and it didn't feel scary it felt like childish kind of like playful like something's just trying to get your attention but I don't know what they're trying to say what do they want me to pay attention to was it a little they want too- ice cream yes right do your laundry. Um, and, yeah. uh, and so I just kind of wrote it off. I was like, well, it's just one of the kooky things that happens to me. Like I just have weird stuff happen. I have interesting stories. Well, then my daughter who was nine at the time, she started getting terrified. She would, um, in the middle of the night, she would come in my room, want to sleep with me. She said that there was a dark shadow figure with long hands um long fingers standing at the edge of her bed every night scaring her and that she Mm -hmm. felt him uh watching her all the time even during the day um with the light on if i was in there with her she's like no he's always watching me Mm -hmm. so being a good mom (laughs) and slightly slightly woo woo i uh I did a whole cleansing thing, um, like did sage and palato and, um, oil Got put some crystals in there and, um, you know, did a good cleansing for her room and everything felt good. And I came to my bedroom and her rooms at the end of the hall. I came to my bedroom and I was facing, facing my opposite wall when all of a sudden I could feel a presence. And this is weird. I've never experienced this before and never have since. But in my mind's eye, I saw someone standing in my doorway, which would be to my back. And it was a um, a figure, like 6'2", six, 6'3", six, dressed all in black, um, a black trench coat, black like fedora hat, his face was, it looked like, I remember at the time I were thinking dried um, corn husks. Do you know what that looks like? Okay. But, but later I was like, no, kind of like Freddy Krueger face. Like that, <gasps> um, his eyes look black, I think, but I couldn't see. And as I saw him, I instantly had all of these memories flood back that I had completely repressed from when I was a child and that man used to stand by my bed at night. Mm -mm. I had, and I had totally forgotten about that. And so as I looked at him, I just said out loud, I said, you can't scare me anymore. And he smirked like he had a big mouth, big smirk. And then our back door slammed shut so loud. Mm. Like so, so loud, but it slammed shut twice. So I don't know. I don't know what that means. I don't know if he slammed shut and he left, but then he was like, I'm coming back.
2: He's like, Oh, I forgot something. Yeah.
3: (laughs) But um, but as soon as he left, the weirdest thing is that feeling of the of the stuff when stuff was moving in my room, that childish, familiar feeling, Uh I got that. And I kind of missed him all of a sudden. And, and that's weird. And I did research and I realized that's the phenomenon known as the hat man. And right. I've done a lot of research on that since then. Most people see the hat man like in sleep paralysis. They see him at night. Um, very few people see him in the daytime, but there are stories of that. A lot of them say he's evil, that he comes when something like a, like a foreboding, he's telling people that, you know, he's going to that he comes before something bad happens. Um, mm. But nothing bad ever did happen. And when I was a kid, I was scared. but But after a while, I wasn't. I don't know, because I just got used to it or what. I feel like he just watches. He just watches. I don't know. Um, but my daughter never describes seeing a hat man like hers. Her ghost is different. Um, oh, it's a
2: different one.
3: Yeah. <gasps> oh. And, and, her, and everything cleared up in her room for a little while, for a little while. It came back, did another cleansing. It just did this endless cycle, but, um, but the hat man has not returned since.
2: So, okay. So the hat man, same one from childhood. hmm he hasn't aged. He's the same. You still recognized him. Mm-hmm. He remembered you.
3: Yes.
2: That is so creepy. And then, so what's this, where is your daughter's situation at right now? Is it, is it currently appearing or what?
3: Um, it, we just did another cleansing last week. Um, it seems like it'll go away for it stays gone fewer and fewer days if that makes sense it's like the cleansing Uh, is less and less effective I'm gonna have to do something else I don't know what I don't know I'm gonna have to find a professional to come in and figure this out because she wants to sleep with me every night and she is a giant child (laughs) it's like having a full-grown adult sleep next to me but they don't want her to be scared you know that's terrible yeah oh no yeah but I don't notice anything um you know everything's been totally quiet in my room
2: well that's good yeah yeah this is so scary to me um okay well do you have any other stories you want to share
3: um well i do have one story and this could be why my daughter's bedroom is like does attract spirits um just a short little one i uh i had i had gone through some stuff i was like really emotionally mentally in a very bad place really depressed um had quit my professional job moved back home that's where we live with my parents um and i was like i don't even believe in god anymore i don't believe in spirits i don't believe in any of that stuff like that's not even real you know i was just really dark dark place I was sitting on my back porch smoking a cigarette and we live on like 60 acres in the middle of a field. Um, And this time there was corn growing. So you couldn't see You just, um, there's like children of the corn out there, but it never scared me. And all of a sudden I couldn't hear anything. I couldn't feel anything. Um, But I just, you know, that feeling you get in your heart when it's just adrenaline, when you are so scared, like mm-hmm. so scared, like when you're going up a, um, uh, like a, uh, what am I saying? Like a ride or something. But all of a sudden I was just terrified and I didn't know why, but I ran into my house um, to get away from whatever it was. My daughter was asleep in my room, so I went into her room. So I was like, that was weird. That was crazy. I don't know what it was. I'm just going to hang out in here because I'm not ready to go to bed. And then um, a few minutes later, there was a knocking on the door, just a like bang, 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 like someone wanted in. And I flew, I like, apparently you're not supposed to do this. Um, but I flung the door open and I said, oh fuck no, this is not happening. And I uh, went to my room, terrified. Uh, I was like, okay. Okay, I believe, I believe, right? You don't have to come banging down my door to make me, like, you know, spiritual again. But um, ever since then is when her room has been haunted. Like, her room especially has had weird stuff going on in it.
2: Weird. I know. Was this the same door that the hat man left out of?
3: No, no. Different door. Huh. Just across the hallway, though. Well. Wow. Yeah. It's very scary. <laughs> I know. I think we need, we need like a psychic to come out here and talk to all the spirits and figure out what's going on.
2: Yeah. Um yeah well it's it's interesting how the how it worked for you you said i'm not scared of you anymore and it left Mm -hmm. i wonder if that would work in your daughter's room
3: i told her to yell and to tell it like i'm not afraid of you go away and she said then it just gets bigger oh yeah hers seems more terrifying than anything i've ever experienced
2: Jennifer I know Are you like Are you in our Facebook group? I am Okay If anyone listening to this Has any advice for Jennifer Hit up Jennifer in the Facebook group Please Ghosted by Roz Hernandez
3: Please do I would appreciate any help I could get Yes
2: Thank you so much to Jesse, Brad, and Jennifer. If you want to be on an episode like this, email ghostedbyros at gmail.com subject line listener episode with some bullet points of your stories. Hey, please subscribe or follow the show. Rate it five stars. Tell your friends about it. I'm on Instagram at Roz Hernandez. TikTok and Twitter at It's Roz Hernandez. Though Twitter, I don't know. I'm kind of over Twitter. I'm not sure, but I'm still technically there. Anyway, I love you all, both living and dead. But if I didn't ask you to haunt me, don't haunt me. Okay, bye!
3: standing alone a podcast <clears throat> a podcast network